coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers, we asked you, what does P.J. Fleck have to do this season to keep your confidence in his abilities as the Gophers head coach? We got your responses online, those coming up on today's show, and also, of course, my reaction to what you guys are saying about Coach right now. It's the offseason, so we're asking you just about what you're thinking about the team here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program, Nate Dickinson with you. Coming up on the show, again, your responses to what we posed on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. Where do you have to see PJ Fleck with this team by the end of the season to be satisfied with where he's at as head coach? But first, there's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll have all that coming up in just a minute here on the show on your Wednesday. But first, everything you may have missed from over the last couple of days here in Gophers News. Abdullah team, as I I am trying to learn how to pronounce his name as he officially joins the Minnesota Gopher basketball team. It's Abdullah team. I believe I have it right now. He has, as I said, officially signed on to join Minnesota basketball. He is one of the transfers that Ben Johnson brought in along with, I believe it's seven other players for eight total guys right now and more coming in possibly. We'll talk about that later on in the week as well. But he is now officially signed on the dotted line and will be on campus soon. In other Minnesota sports news, Joel Johnson is off of the Minnesota hockey coaching staff as he has taken the head coaching job over at the women's hockey team at St. Thomas. So the Gophers hockey coaching tree gets a little bit bigger, but Minnesota now does have a name to try and replace. But we'll, of course, keep tabs on Coach Johnson as he starts off a head coaching tenure there at St. Thomas in state. And as one coach leaves the Gopher Athletic Department, another one comes in. Stacy Busack has been named a Minnesota Swimming and Diving Associate Head Coach. A former Minnesota swimming and diving legend still holds five school records with the Gophers and won four individual Big Ten titles in her time swimming with Minnesota from 2005 to 2009. That's all the Gopher Sports News here right now as we get into the program. Only thing on the Gopher Sports schedule for today is the NCAA Outdoor Championships. It starts up today. Gophers sent 14 participants across the men's and women's events to those championships that start up today. We'll of course tell you more about them as they start competing here this afternoon. That's all coming up later on in the week, the results from that NCAA track championship and anything else that happens in Gopher News we'll, of course, tell you about as well. But right now we're going to get into what we have for the show today, which is really what you have to say about Coach P.J. Fleck going into this season. It's the offseason now, but we're looking ahead and asking, what does Coach have to do, at least at a minimum, to keep your confidence in his ability to coach this Gopher football squad. That's coming up in just a minute. You're listening in to Locked On Golden Gophers. Before we get into talking about coach, though, Rock Auto is the place to go for all of your auto part needs. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years now. These people know what they're doing. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts or tail lamps, motor oil, or even just a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or a daily driver, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks directly delivered to your door. 
You don't have to worry about going into that part shop or any sort of other place that may or may not have the part you need. And you don't have to worry about paying that middleman and hiking up the price. Rock Auto finds the best part for you at the best price for you. Go on over there right now, and if you do end up using the service, be sure to let them know that we sent you by putting Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. It would help us out, of course, a lot. That's Rock Auto, your place to go for all of your auto parts needs. Our show today is also brought to you in part by Lucy Nicotine. It's a company founded by Caltech students and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't just flat out suck. These things have been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum and lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that come in flavors like citrus, cinnamon, wintergreen, cherry ice, stuff you're going to enjoy either eating or chewing, depending on how you choose to consume it. And these things are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use those cards to purchase Lucy now. It's convenient and discreet, and this stuff's the real deal. A subscription comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. And for the Locked On listeners, go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for 20% off all products on your first order. The gum, lozenges, anything you want. Again, that's lucy.co and promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code, Locked on College. We're back in just a minute with your thoughts on P.J. Fleck going into the season and what he has to do this year. Until then, Nate Dickinson here with Locked on Golden Gophers. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. We're talking on Twitter with you guys. We asked over the last couple of days, what are you expecting out of P.J. Fleck this year? Actually, I should rephrase. The direct question was a little bit less than that. What's the least that P.J. Fleck can do for you this year to be able to keep your confidence in coaching this team? Because the team's in a weird spot right now. We've got a squad that had, of course, the huge season in 2019 that put expectations at a high that people hadn't seen in a long time with this squad. But then, of course, in 2020, the pandemic hits. We're not sure if there's going to be a football season. And then when there is, the Gophers really, really do not stand up to the test of the Big Ten. So the question becomes, which team is P.J. Fleck going to be able to bring out in 2021? How improved over that 2020 season will the next squad be? Will he be able to fix some of the holes that were definitely there? with this squad pandemic or not with the team. So what is it exactly that you're looking out for this season for the Gophers for you to at least be like, all right, I'm happy where the team was going because there's no doubt you were two years ago. And I would believe that at the very least, you wouldn't think that you're happy with where this team's at at the moment with what it has last season. So you're looking for improvement, but what exactly is it that people are looking for? 
So again, I'll just say one more time, the exact question we posed on our Twitter, at LOGoldenGophers. Give us a follow, you can take part in this for next week. What's the minimum P.J. Fleck has to do this season for you to stay confident in him as the Gophers coach? Do you just want improvement from last year, a season like 2019, or anything more or less? And then I said, give your takes in the replies. I'll start by just reading off some of the biggest things that I saw from this stuff. Uh, Elite at slant route and outside zone. He's a guy who's pretty big on Minnesota football Twitter, at 7NattyChamps, if you follow him. Just said, improvement from last year. Seven to eight wins should be the expectation this year. That's kind of where I've been at with this team, at least as far as like, all right, I'd say this is the success of a season. If this team can win seven or eight games, I feel like you're really happy. But of course, as we saw in 2020, we thought that team was going to maybe compete for a Big Ten all-around like championship hopefully maybe go to Indiana. We didn't really, I mean, people knew the defense was going to be worse, but there were still expectations going in into that big game against Michigan, just like there will be with this big game against Ohio State to start this season, that that team is going to do a lot. So I think right now, I think that's about spot on. Seven, eight wins should be about the expectation. Anything more, and you're pretty impressed. Anything less, and you're starting to think, all right, well, what does P.J. Fleck have with this team going? And then if you're thinking like five, six wins, I think that's when you start to think a little bit more about like if it's only going to be six wins, what at least does the team look like out there? What kind of improvements are we seeing out of the squad? And that would be more the judgment on Fleck if that team ends up around 500. But if it can get to that 7-8 win mark, I think that's where you get to be where people are more satisfied with the team because that solid bowl record, you're going to get to a solid bowl game and you'll be able to at least say that you're headed back in the right direction. Uh, another response we had from Joey Boatwater. He said, obviously you rebound from last year, which can easily be written off as a fluke pandemic season. I'll get to that in a minute. Need to see some big strides on defense, and I want to see a team that is playing good football out of the gate. No more slow starts. Well, I'm concerned about like how that Ohio State team game goes, how he'll be feeling after that first game, because this Minnesota team can be well improved and still lose by a lot to Ohio State. That's just the state of college football right now in those two programs. But as far as what he said to start off, a season last year that could be easily written off as a fluke. And we actually responded to this on the Twitter. And my point was that, like, yes, there was definitely evidence with how that team improved over the course of the 2020 season that Minnesota football would have been at least a little bit better in some areas if it had had a full preseason and really offseason cycle to go through. But at the same time, that defense is still so inexperienced last season I don't know if Minnesota's stopping much run game at all, no matter how much time it had to prepare with all those young guys who are going to be playing at those spots. But I do believe that, like, there could have been some things that could have gotten patched up a little bit better, you know? So I have a hard time kind of deciphering exactly how much weight to put on that pandemic because there's obvious holes that were going to be there pandemic or not with the team. I think the expectations that people had going into last season probably were a little bit too high no matter how you sliced it up. But at the same time, the pandemic did happen, you know? So you have to wonder, like, how much improvement would a young team have had if it had had more time to be molded by that coaching staff? And I think that's the question that gets answered first this season, right? 
I think this is the season where we find out, if you're someone who's wondering about what P.J. Fleck can do after last year, this is when we find out, all right, how much of this was a pandemic that P.J. Fleck wasn't able to coach through? Like, quite literally, just wasn't able to coach through. Not that he didn't have the ability, he didn't have permission. Is he going to be able to build a team in this offseason now that he has what's going to at least hopefully, fingers crossed, it looks like we're about done with this thing, be a regular offseason? That's the big question, I think, and that's the thing that will be answered, at least in this season, is how much of it was the fact that Minnesota wasn't able to play, and how much of it was the fact that even if the Gophers had had a full offseason, the players who would have been playing didn't have much college football experience at all. All right, let's move on to some other people's responses. Response with the most likes in this thread. It had nine likes on it. Giovanni Gioia, I, gosh, I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying your name right, man. But Gio said, beat Iowa and or Wisconsin. And that's something that's huge, obviously, because while P.J. Fleck has done a whole lot of things in his time at Minnesota, reinvigorated a program with an energy that it hadn't seen in a long time, won double-digit games and gone to a major bowl, beat an SEC team, it does not beat the rival teams still. Iowa and Wisconsin are still consistently beating up on Minnesota football, and Minnesota football fans care about that a lot. That's another one of those things where we talked about before. I think seven to eight wins are like the expectation or where you're kind of putting the over-under as to at least where you're happy with what Minnesota football has. But if Minnesota ends up at like five or six wins and barely sneaking into a bowl game that way, then if one of those wins is against Wisconsin or Iowa, then I think some of whatever heat P.J. Fleck would have on him gets taken away. And I don't know if there's any heat on P.J. Fleck if he does win only five or six games, but I think there's questioning about, like, all right, now what happens? Like, the year after this one, if you're not improving this year. But, of course, that's what we're always thinking about with coaches. The other responses we had uh, from at Hey Beers, which is... Nice name if you ask me on Twitter. Eight wins plus the pig. Again, same kind of stuff we've been talking about. Winning rivalry games, just winning more games in total. And then John Eric responded, I think we should forget last season. I would be happy with six wins and more, which is a bit of an oxy, uh, not an oxymoron. It's a bit of a, a kind of a flawed argu argument. You, you can't really forget last season and only hope for six wins. If you looked at last year, last year is the reason why you were only expecting like six wins this season. If you're only thinking about 2019, then you're thinking like, all right, let's go for a Big Ten title this year. But anyway, that's a look at just what you guys had to say about what's going on with this squad right now and what P.J. Fleck had, at least with this team at the moment and what he has to do going forward. Coming up in a minute, I'll wrap up with just a little bit of more on my takes about what you guys had to say as we've got a couple of minutes left here on Locked on Golden Gophers. But first... Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. They've got the lozenges. They've got these little gel things that you can put in your pocket and then just take a quick one to get a boost to energy. You can, of course, get their protein bars that have less than 200 calories in all cases, less than 130 in most bars, 100% chocolate, and all the protein you want out of your protein bar, of course, without any of the carbs or sugars to go with the great taste. So go ahead and head on over to BuiltBar.com. Find the flavor that catches your eye and at least try them out. Use the promo code LOCKED15 when you do to get 15% off your order. And when you go back for more, you'll be thanking us. Again, the promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com. Find that one flavor that's really going to keep you coming back. At least give them a try. Because I promise, anyone can get you all the protein and nutrients 
that you need to get through your day. Nobody gives you the taste that goes with it that Built Bar does. Again, the website, BuiltBar.com, and the promo code is LOCKED15. Back again on Locked On Golden Gophers, Nate Dickinson with you here. We're finishing up the show just with one final thought about what this team is right now after a pandemic season that has a lot of Gophers fans confused. We talked before about what you guys said about just what you want from P.J. Fleck this season, and there were some kind of varied responses, and it was kind of consistent when we went over it there, but when you think about it, the difference between six wins and eight wins is pretty big when it comes to a Big Ten football season. And as far as just like what I'd be thinking after each, right? Some of you say eight wins plus win rivalry games against Wisconsin, Iowa. Again, bringing home trophies is always good. Other people are saying as long as this team wins six games, I'm okay. Get to 500, get to a bowl game, and try to at least get a little bit better. Look better than what it was last year in like the run defense, the defense as a whole. And hopefully Tanner Morgan starts to look more like the 2019 version of himself than what we saw in 2020. But what is really the range of outcomes with this team right now? It's harder to tell. Because again, there was a pandemic that ended up kind of derailing everyone in college football. But Minnesota kind of, I think, has a valid argument that it took a special beating. Because of just how many inexperienced players it had to try and get into the rotation. And how little time it had in the entire offseason. Like, Right now, this time last year, when we're not even thinking about football, Minnesota would have been thinking about football, but it wasn't able to because everyone was at home. Like, that kind of stuff. Really, at least Minnesota and Minnesota fans, I believe, think hurt the Gophers more than it may have other schools out there around the country. So, while Minnesota has an experienced team coming back, I think a lot of that blame from last season is being put on the idea that this team was playing with a bit of a hobbling in not being able to fully prepare to start a whole bunch of young guys. But at the same time, even if you had been able to fully prepare to start a whole bunch of young guys, you're still starting a whole bunch of new guys. That defense was still going to be ravaged of a whole lot of experience, pandemic or no pandemic, in 2020. It's hard to call last year a, a fluke, as one Twitter responder did in our responses to the question. But then say that you can only expect so much out of this team, you know? If the pandemic made that last season a fluke, then your expectation for this year is right back where it was in 2019. If you're willing to admit that this team had flaws, which you should be because the flaws were pretty obvious, then you can at least accept that, hey, this season needs to be at least something in between what it was in 2019 and what it was in 2020. I guess that's my minimum hope for P.J. Fleck. Is that as long as last year was as bad as it gets for Coach Fleck. Because he had plenty of reason to not be a top Big Ten football team last year. That team was not ready in a whole lot of ways for a whole lot of reasons. Both experience on the field and just situation with what was going on in the world. That team was not ready to win a lot in the Big Ten. But that team still did win a few games. And if P.J. Fleck can at least prove to me that 
last year was what the worst of his coaching tenure will look like, or at least like every program goes through rotations, right? When they're going through and getting good recruiting classes and getting better, and then a big senior class leaves and there's a bit of a dip down. If P.J. Fleck can prove to me that last year was what the bottom of his dip downs are going to look like, then I'm happy with what he is as head coach. No doubt about it. But if it can get worse than this, and especially if it does get worse than this after a year of what was supposed to be really good experience for everybody, then you start to worry about, all right, what is this guy actually doing here? Is this guy actually right for the program? But if last year was the bottom, if that is the bottom of the curve for P.J. Fleck and what his teams produce, then I'm okay with that. Because there are a lot of circumstances that brought his team down to that point. If he can keep it afloat, that's great. If he can continue to, quote, row the boat, I guess, then that's great. I just need to be able to see that improvement, I guess. And it's beyond the win totals, but of course, you want to have a team that's going to bowl games as well. That's at least my minimum expectation for P.J. Fleck. But you can't both go through saying the pandemic was the reason that team wasn't good. Because if you are blaming the pandemic, then you have to at least try to explain why that team couldn't stop the run at all last season too. Pandemic wasn't that big of a factor, right? I don't know. That's just my thoughts. We'll get out of here now here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Before we go, of course, get all of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. It's 20 minutes or less every day with host Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with more tomorrow here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until then, roll the boat, sky you ma, go Gophers.